right. Welcome, everybody, to the Alpha Alpha podcast. We're back. We're back, baby. Took a little, little week off for uh, Woo! Valentine's Day. <laughs> Easy. Well, took it off for Valentine's Day for the good E3K. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're pumped. You're I'm ready pumped. to go. Okay. Keep it this is when people like me show up. Yeah. <laughs> this is my time. Yeah, this weather. is my time. Fair weather guy here. Pardon, what's the price? Pat uh, Nate. <laughs> um, so today we got Eric Johansson, Armand Asadi, Steven Cesaro. I'm Nickerboni. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're listening to us, we're, we're live right now uh, on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. PST. So join us on YouTube. And thanks for everyone in the chat for joining us live. We see you in there. What's up, everybody? Um, before we get into it, got a few quick announcements. We have an irresponsibly long tomorrow with mm-hmm. Eric and Steven. That's our money only show. We're talking some money today. Talk a little bull bull market things today. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eric's our in-house uh, wealth manager, money manager, um, TradFi guy, and Steven's our in-house trader. So they make a good mix when it comes up with making calls. So they're tomorrow, uh, Thursday. 5 p.m. PST live at Irresponsibly Long Pod YouTube channel. Um, next update. Next week, we have an ETH Denver special episode. So mm-hmm. we won't be uh, doing anything on Wednesday. But are we doing anything live at ETH Denver, boys? We are. We're locked in. We don't know if it'll be live. Okay. We're working on live. That's all dependent on their audiovisual and everything okay. they can do. But if we think we can go live, we'll announce <clears throat> it um, in the Discord. Okay. Let you guys know. Worst case scenario, it'll be, you know, pushed to the pod on Friday. We do have our live event on Thursday. Oh, uh, yeah. Thursday. Tell us about that. Last call for that. Yeah. Yeah. So Thursday evening, 5 p.m. at uh, Beer, Beerstadt Lager Beerstadt House. Garden. Love that place. It's a great, like, meetup spot for a big group of people. Yeah. And our I think, first ever meetup was there. Yeah. For people who want to sign up, how do they do that? I... I uh, I think we need to expand the guest list because I think it closed. Yeah, we already capped um, out. I think we capped. So, so you can get on the wait list. I think when you when you hop on there. So if you go you to the to, Discord, you have to bribe one of us. You go you go to, <laughs> you go to the Eat Denver channel and yeah. uh, you can find. There some is a links link there. there to like a Luma um, event page with the details. Just check out the details and show up. I think if it's capped, we'll we'll just increase it. But last I checked, I think we were capped at like fifty five. But yeah, if you want to come, just make the cap bigger. We'll just grow the cap. Uh, just grow the cap. The live we'll alfalfa events are, are growing. This I is like happening. It. What's yeah. your uh, currency du jour in terms of bribes? Oh, <laughs> uh, these days I still like the ETH. ETH, yeah. ETH is your favorite yeah. bribe. I'm, like you're you're going to be there this time. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, excellent. Is that the one I missed? You missed. Um, you missed. Austin. I missed Austin. You missed permissionless. Yeah. Permissionless. Which yeah. was, that was an awesome a event. Yeah. yeah, that was a hell of an event. Yeah. We had we had everything there. We had the right. crypto. We had the philosophy. We had some weird convos. It was. I'm pumped. It was. It was I'm awesome. Pumped. Hell yeah! So um, I will say what I said last year on the first event. Even if you're not active in the Discord, would love for you to come meet up in the flesh, get to know each other. The community is amazing. A lot of incredible relationships were created uh, at the first one and the second one. So yeah, see you there. Jimmy, I got a uh, Vance Spencer tweet. I want you to queue up if you have it ready. So uh, another uh, <clears throat> announcement is uh, follow Stephen on on Twitter. Um, he's the only one Steven, out of all four of us that actually Stephen is prolific. Uses on Twitter. the the Bird app or the X app. I'm not even good at tweeting. No, no you are I good. Need to, I need to tweet more. You're good, sir. There are people who tweet like 19 times a day, and I just don't understand it. Your so best what? tweets when you're just like perfectly timed snark just comes through in the tweet. I'm like, yes, that's Stephen. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Stephen snarky. 
Yeah, he can be snarky. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I, I saw that our, our best bud, uh, David Hoffman, uh, tweeted about uh, you and Vance Spencer as some of the uh, market watchers, he commentators that he listens to regularly. And uh, I felt like Vance made this tweet just for you. So, Jimmy, if you could show it on the screen, he says, there are so many impressive smaller accounts grinding out independent thinking and gathering alpha across crypto. Started this account as a CTNon almost seven years ago. Keep going. Keep and going. I just feel like the only thing that was missing was a Dear Steven at the top. <laughs> yeah. uh, Steven Cicero. <laughs> it was obviously completely about me and nobody else. Yeah, sure. no one else. Why, no one I else. would just comment, like, uh, you forgot the app, bro. <laughs> My account's also 11 years old, unfortunately. Uh, one more. <laughs> I've been doing this longer than you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, David from Bankless just informed us on next Friday um, we might have something on the bankless side so that'll, that'll be fun be cool. another team up round sesh. round two in the works <clears throat> potentially as soon as next uh next friday yeah when was our f when was oh, the it's been at least a year couple couple years has it well we were on the on the merge day we were on yeah they took that video off real quick <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. that one was deleted immediately did it have anything to do with my taint yeah might have been what it's you so shared great that like, i still feel like that was a good call we made we saw that live with us we'll ever have any memory of it yeah no one like knows the ultimate exists. nft yeah right it is here. actually um yeah. eric and i had a powwow about it that day we we're like i know you we you show subterfuge star my taint merged in. yeah it was brilliant nice move <laughs> nice taint <laughs> oh um, anyway, hop in the Discord if you're not already. All links are at alphaalphapod.com. Now to the fun stuff. Armand, what, uh, what are we drinking today? It was your turn this week. Yeah, we got some old fashions. Um, well, we got inspired by the idea of making old fashions, like batch making them. Actually, um, there was a conversation <clears throat> happening in the Discord about this that inspired me. And there was some great alfalfa that was dropped about like it is possible to actually batch make old fashions. So we're going to have a little batch making old fashioned party. But in the meantime, we grabbed um, two different brands of pre-made. Not bad at all. One's by Bullet. The other one's by a brand. I don't know the name. Um, but yeah, a little old fashioned. Added a little it's, slice. It's, peel it's fine. Of Peel of lemon, peel it's of fine. orange. It gets the job done. They tend to be a little more sweet than you would like when yeah, they're have batch the, the made fresh, like this. Yeah, fresh, fair trade, organic. Totally, <laughs> fair trade. You but came yeah. in hot with a fresh orange and an orange peeler. Yeah, yeah. Luckily for you guys, I have an orange tree inside of my yard. Wonderful. Thank oranges, you. Oranges, lemons, limes. If you guys <laughs> ever want any, by the way, just come over and pick them, please. I feel I like that's many. how I grew up. You know, you'd walk over to your neighbor's house and, hey, Phil. You know, When's the last time you oranges? showed up? Unannounced at house? like a friend's house. When I was twelve, I don't even call you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that that's a topic like, today? That's the Gen Z behavior. <laughs> I request you guys never do that. The greatest fear of <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> the greatest fear of a Gen Z is is a phone call. We're we gonna yeah. talk about that. We'll we'll talk about that I don't today. Know if that's on the today list. we got uh, some uh, ETH hitting three K. I think we should talk about it. Let's it's talk a about nice it. little moment. We got uh, eventually inverted earnings. Uh, Daddy Jensen keeping the party going. Um, and then we got some stuff in the group chat we'll share. And then uh, I, I want to hear your guys' take on, on Sora. It was a big announcement over the last like week and a half. And I specifically want to talk about winners and losers. Mm. Um, and if there's any money to be made here. Mm. So we'll talk about that. But let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. So first off, Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash alfalfa. Um, I take Zbiotics, and these guys do too, every time we drink. And I had a moment on Friday. Armand and I went for just a little oh, no. casual happy hour. And we're like, oh, we'll just get a, get a drink. Just and, one drink. And right before I left the office, I was like, you know what? It's only one drink, but I'll just 
I'll take a Z-Biotics. It's the cost of one drink, so I feel like it's, you know, cheap enough. And, uh, well, one drink turned four. And thank the Lord, because <laughs> I, I had a workout in the morning, and it, it saved the day. And then um, I won't be with you guys at ETH Denver, because I'm going on this uh, trip to China, work trip. China. And <laughs> China. I'm... I'm I'm China. wondering if they're going to let me in with it because half oh. the job is like drinking with, you know, people you do business with. Definitely. Drinking and smoking ciggies. Yeah. Mm. So, um I hope they bring it in cuz I'm definitely going to bring a, a 10 rack for, <laughs> for for the whole trip. That's a great call. Yeah. Um and Very hopefully smart. I'll have some good stories to share when we get That's back. That's going to be so fun, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm going to take some video it. clips that we could throw it up on the screen and Hell yeah. and share. But um yeah, you take Zbiotics before you drink. It's a probiotic. It goes in and takes care of that nasty toxin that uh, alcohol creates in your body, acetaldehyde, so you don't feel like crap in the morning. So check it out. Try it. Um, we all use it. We love it. And zbiotics.com slash alfalfa. And then, Stephen, you got a, another favorite you want to share. We got a new one. We got a new, we new got one. A we've had our eye big, on. Big day. Big day. New sponsor. New sponsor smell. Um, yes, we've got Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon, my it's new. Well, actually, it's actually not really a new favorite snack. Like I actually was like really into it a while ago, and then kind of like forgot about it. And then I had some just before this episode. Yeah, you want to detail your? your yeah. By the way, this is this is alfalfa. We didn't have any milk here to enjoy this uh, Magic Spoon with, so I found a protein shake in the fridge, and I I used the protein shake as the milk. And this stuff is a. Uh, Loaded with protein. It's got like 13, 14 grams of protein per serving. Yeah. Plus nice. uh, 30 grams from the bottle. So I was just. You're looking just crushing. swole, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this stuff tastes so good. No, like it's, it's so good. It's unreasonably delicious. When I told my wife, Erica, that we got Magic Spoon as a sponsor and we're going to be doing this whole thing, she was so excited. She was like, What? You got Magic Spoon? And I was like, Wait, what do you mean? She's like, Oh, yeah, it's the biggest thing ever. Everyone talks about it. I was, like, I was like, What What corner of Instagram are you in that this like a, is like a new TikTok? So, thing. this is so interesting, man. I think it's really That's quite a great. phenomenon. So, yeah. yeah honored, I mean, honored to have you, Magic Spoon. The, the, the shtick with Magic Spoon is uh, you know, zero grams. Grams of sugar, like I said, 13, 14 uh, grams of protein per serving and like four to five grams of net carbs. Um, so if you know you're, you're watching your diet, this this stuff is like really, really great. Um, they've got all of the favorite flavors uh, from your from your childhood, your cocoa, your fruity, your frosted, your your peanut butter. I had the peanut butter with the cookies and cream protein shake, which is. Ooh. Top Sounds notch. indulgent. <laughs> it is. I don't know if I like that. At first uh, yeah, gluten-free, <laughs> grain-free, keto-friendly, uh, taste-friendly. Uh, magicspoon.com backslash alfalfa. Uh, you grab a variety pack and check it out. Use promo code alfalfa and you get five bucks off your order. And if you don't like it, they will refund you. No questions asked. So uh, give I it a try. It. We think you'll like it. I love it, and I would never leave you lead you astray. Yeah, I love it too. My favorite flavors so far, well, I I have had peanut butter, and frosted, um, and loved both of those. I need to try cocoa though. I've not tried cocoa. Cocoa's yet. good. Well, shout out Magic Spoon. Thanks for sponsoring the show. Welcome to the team. Mm. All right. Wait, did we we talk about the NFT real quick? Right. Please do. Okay, so. We didn't have an episode last week, uh, obviously. So sh shout out to the the previous collectors who we haven't mentioned. Uh, I saw 
Adam Snyder coming in at number one. Damn. This time. Thank you, Adam. Adam, uh, what's up? Jensenius in the number two spot. And then uh, C937 and number three. I mean, come on, guys. Just just make the ENS. <laughs> <laughs> make, the, make the giant PP or whatever it was the last giant time. giant PPW. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw that the, the, the guys have also added like an overall leaderboard to this, which is pretty sick. Um, yeah, Dan Simmons, number one spot, 26 NFTs. Hey, now. Uh, followed by Lucas and Zimvi, number three. All right. Whoa, Zimby. Thank you, guys. And I'm told that this episode is going to be minted as a frame. What's that? It's a Farcaster thing. Okay. Yeah. Damn, I actually saw that. Also free. A free frame. Go to the Discord. We'll give you more details on that. Cool. There was somebody Lemonade or something in in the three spot. Lemon Uh, Cake. Lemon Cake. Lemon Cake. Was in the three spot. He's he's, he's number four right now, or she. We don't know. The Flippening. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he's he's tied with uh, he's tied with Mr. Moneybags himself, uh, Tunsky, in the, <laughs> in the four spot. So you you mentioned uh, Adam Snyder. Uh, quick sidebar with Adam in the chat. Uh, happy con- uh, start of the Formula One season, sir. Anyway, he's the only oh, person I know. He's the only person I know who's a fan. Oh. So I just feel the urge to to call that out. Um, we mentioned our donations and actually one that just came in. Oh, what do well. we got? Oh, we got one? Yeah. Nice. We got a little donation. Who did it out, bud? Um, Who did a, a big fat round $69 from Rectum. Yeah. Um, He's back. Absolute, <laughs> absolute legend. Uh, ETH to 40K, please. I can only buy land for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Love you long time. Love you long time. Rectum. The man likes to uh, oh. lay his calves on the table. Let, it, let, Rectum, us, let his message Rectum, known. Rectum made my day today. Can I tell you why? Yeah. So you guys have seen, obviously, like I think we've all seen the meme with like the, the ancient Greek philosophers standing around. And it's it's basically says like uh, me and the boys thinking about thinking. No, you guys yeah. all seen oh, that? No. I have not seen that. You have not oh, seen that? These are the memes that are on your Twitter. Huh? <laughs> no, it's in our Discord. Socratic memes. It's in our Discord right now. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, let's just let's just pull it up because talking about a meme is nonsense. Um, so Rectum posted it in the lounge of our Discord today, and then I immediately commented on it, and uh, he goes, I instantly thought of you. And I told him how much that meant to me, that it meant the world to me, that I was the first person he thought of. Man, you really made so his day, you, Rectum. Love you, Rectum. <laughs> um, I've not seen that one. It's such an Armand meme. Is this what this podcast, You've not podcast seen this? is? No. Uh, oh, my God. We're a little more it's jacked. It's my favorite meme. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not an accurate representation. <laughs> you guys are pretty lean. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much, Rectum. We really appreciate it. That goes a long way toward everything. And um, where's the link for that? It's uh, streamlabs.com slash alfalfa pod. Yep. And it's also at alfalfapod.com. Thank you guys. All right. Um, ETH close had a close above 3K. And I don't know how long it's been since we've been there, but I feel like it, it acknowledges a moment. 84 years. 84 <laughs> years. We can knock the dust off ourselves. And uh, yeah, I think it's an important moment to celebrate because uh, we've been buying and holding decay? for. I think I looked time. it up. I was saying it was like two two years plus. It's definitely been two years plus. I'm trying to think like the exact like month and day. I think it was like, April was of uh, I remember less where, than two years. I remember where we were. We were at uh, a party at your house. Uh, Dave Hoffman was still living in San Diego. I don't remember the, the exact month, but I remember <clears> Dave was still in town. And ETH had just gotten bludgeoned. He was doing the opposite thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was bludgeoned. 
And I remember I, I liquidated my entire ETH bag almost. Yeah. And love when my memory works. Yeah, I was going to say April. It was April. April 2022. Ugh. That's when we last saw it. Woof. But it was like dropping from a cliff. Yeah. It was bad, man. That was a bad year. That was yeah. rough. And it's important to like uh, acknowledge these nice little milestones because like, man, we've been eating glass for so long and this entire podcast and the entire discord is basically just born in a bear market. Like yeah. I had no zero days in a bull market, this yeah. entire pod, like, well now I guess we have, but like for, for most of its existence, it was just only bear market days. The whole discord, like only bear market. Like, so this whole, Our first this whole thing has been like forged in the, was that? the fire. I think yeah. our first episode, Stephen said, "I'm predicting doom. bad things for a doom for 2022." Doom and I was like, "Wait, 2020. what? Why? Why are we doing yeah. this podcast? <laughs> why are we, we could have just waited doom. a year? Hey, do you want to be do you want to be right or do you want to get engagement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were so we, we 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 were right. Hard times Narrator. create hard people. He was right. Hard times create hard people. Here we are. Here we are. Hardened, a little hardened. They say the same thing about startups. Great ones were created in the rough times. Mm. So the question is, like, is is the pain? Mostly over. Yeah, I feel good. Okay, I feel great. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Like, I was telling you guys earlier, maybe like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "You guys, I just feel like I'm making way more money in in tradfi than I am in crypto." Mm-hmm. And that was true, but I also feel like now it kind of feels like it's crypto's moment to just like shove shove up the face of every every tardfi investor and just be like no it was always it's like, crypto it's, it's eats moment baby yeah it's 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 sucking the freaking fire from everything including like its own ecosystem oh dude i mean we have a podcast tomorrow where we talk about this stuff but i'm i'm like finding it hard to buy anything other than eth eth and and bitcoin too i, I like bitcoin as like a lower risk kind of like lower on the risk curve but eth just seems so ripe to just continue. Once you realize like how much shit you can farm with it, dude, just, well, just you're, airdrops and points oh, everywhere. You're, you're sharing alpha in our irresponsibly long. We farm thirty plus percent yields just on, you know, like staked ETH, and that doesn't even include the airdrop points that, you know, might turn into something. It's like what? What a time to be alive again. Because yeah. like I remember the the end of the bowl where it should, you, I, I did a lot of farming. And then towards the end, it was just like, just like wandering through the desert, like looking for like a drop of water. There's like no yield anywhere. Like USDC and Ave is like 0.06% like interest. Or like, what the hell is going Back on? To treasuries, I guess. Oh my god! Like I looked in Ave the other day, um, and like it was double digit yield on stable coins, and I was like, we're we're so back. This is it. People are like, I don't want to hold really? stable coins. Why, why am I going to hold stable coins? There aren't any around because everybody's buying ETH with it. It's, All right, but it's great. I, I do got to bring up, uh, I think we were around like 2000 and, and you showed me a little sketch on the chart and you're like, oh yeah, I could see something where we go up to like 3K, 3500 and then puke back down. And yeah, and uh, is that up. still at all in your... Uh, you know, no, don't bring those bad scenarios vibes of here. probabilities. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I, I just want to know. I just want to know what the what the concerns would be that would cause you to not be so optimistic. Like, what are the potential macro events, gray swan events, events of any kind, really, that would cause this to? to <laughs> We're both, we both run companies, and I'm like, every time something's going well, I'm like, okay, what could go wrong? Yeah, I, what what could go wrong? I, I, I think I think it's just like when you've been through a couple cycles, you start to want to be a little bit more. Uh, you you want to capitalize. You want to be smart. 
stepping into it, but you also want to make sure you know where you're stepping. That's just the way I'm thinking about it. It just depends like on what you define as like a event you want to, like a bad, what is like a bad event for you? Like is going to 2200 a bad event? No, I'm okay with like 30% drawdown and back up. I don't know. It's honestly very, I hate saying this, but it's like very hard for me to see what that is at this point. That's like a non-black swan, like gray swan. Like I I don't. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Like ETF gets delayed. Yep. Push back, like that's a pretty obvious one. I don't think that like nukes is that hard, though. Honestly, we talk about the nuances of that because I was in the group chat asking about that. So if you buy Grayscale, the trust ETH, ETH, um, mm-hmm, and it doesn't get approved and/or it just gets delayed, um, that will hurt uh, ETH E more yeah you, than you'll, you'll lose more than you do than eth does because yeah. the discount will widen which is at like 12 percent now probably go back down to like 30 but i don't think is there is there a world where it just simply doesn't i don't think it approved. would go to 30 uh well you know of course yeah i mean yeah that yeah. always exists of course. but like everybody's like oh it's gonna tank so hard if it's not approved and i, I don't think that's true because i think the market is pricing like 50 50 right like if the market was pricing in like oh it's 95 percent, it's a lock then it got disapproved like yeah we'd get annihilated but yeah there'll be like a sell-off but how do you gauge it, that it's the 50 50 piece that that like that's what like people who are smarter than me say that's what Sentiment? prediction markets say like okay. if you go to um poly market there's like 10 million i think bet on this eh, that's actually, good to know. i may have put that i mean what, number my, on my, ass, my belief there's is like millions that, bet on it at like about 50 50. My, okay. my belief is that mainstream does not get back into crypto until all-time highs are broken i think that's probably true yeah I but think even it, like i think it's true yeah. to your point though like <clears throat> i think like yeah it, it might not be like 100 percent priced in i think it's like a moving target though like we saw btc etf happen and like price hasn't really done much so i think like it won't sort of get priced in until bitcoin rips to 70k and then what do you, mean? What will, do you like, mean it hasn't done much like, I feel like we've, it has. we've doubled we've more than doubled well that was in advance of the etf even getting approved right and then it got what approved. the etf did the etf doubled and the reason like the etf was 95 percent to happen and then still after the etf we went up like another 10 percent after that even though it was like 95 percent to happen because so because the probability of the eth one is lower perhaps the run-up even or post post-announcement approval will be higher yeah like if eth gets an etf in may like the run is going to be so much more spectacular for eth than it is for bitcoin because the market has to reprice like way more right because it's it's kind of like a coin flip versus like oh it's like a certainty makes sense and then and then like we have to consider that like with something like eth like the tradfi flows like if they are similar to bitcoin they're going to have like a much bigger effect on ETH because <laughs> the supply shortage. It's a, it's a, it's just like a smaller market cap, right? And like people in TradFi aren't sitting there like, oh, like, oh, ha- what's the market cap weighting of ETH versus? They, they're like, what is this crypto shit? I don't know. What are the big? What can I buy? Bitcoin and ETH. All right, just put like half in both. Like so, like the flows probably get divided like roughly 50-50, I think. And then ETH is a fraction of the market cap. They go, the flows Bitcoin. go cap weighted just like they freaking deploy anything they just go market cap weighted to the s&p or the nasdaq but i don't think people are going to market cap weight like people just like oh what do i buy oh i buy ETH and bitcoin and they're like people like how many people are sitting there like market cap 
waiting it. Well, you know? well probably because they'll they'll launch there'll be like all these products that are yeah. just like the crypto ETF. There's right? gonna be defined portfolios. That'll happen eventually for sure. It's already happening. But, but that's going to happen like Fidelity's, after like there's already been this like huge catch up. Fidelity's throwing their uh their FBTC in some of their portfolios. Yeah. Hmm. It's all it's all so insanely bullish and it's like against the backdrop of everybody still having ridiculous PTSD. Totally. Like nobody wants to sit around and be like nobody like it, it's like a it's like it's like scary if anybody's like I have a double digit like price target for ETH, you know, in in thousands. Like there's a, there's like a one handle in front of it. Everybody's like, "Oh, like 7k, 8k." <laughs> I think 8k would be pretty good. <laughs> I like that. It's like just like oh, that it's like your your beta cuck ETH prediction voice. Wow, I like that. <laughs> the low, low T. Maybe it can go to That's a, low, uh, that's a soy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. tweet. And I think it's great because, like last cycle, everybody was delusional, and we were just like, "Oh yeah, Bitcoin." People were making like 300k Bitcoin bets on podcasts and stuff, and then it just failed miserably, right? I mean, and now everybody's like the opposite. Everybody's got PTSD. All the survivors are like, "I don't know, man. I might be happy with like a 1.5x, and then I can." Well, let me ask you out. this: Like, do you believe that um, any part of Squish Chaos's theory comes true, which is like the the idea that like the supply is so constrained with staking and then in DeFi and there's like just no ETH to buy. Like, is that, is that part of what could send it? Is that? Yeah. I mean, Eigenlayer sucking up all the staked ETH and we're like two dreams deep and, uh, his staked <laughs> yeah. ETH. you know, we have Steven like seven st- layers deep. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So deep. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think there's, there's, you know, an extent to that. Um, but, I'll say like, you know, I have uh, new shekels coming in and I feel comfortable just just buying here, here in Coinbase. DCA? Yeah, why not? Like I have my bag that I've been buying for a long time, have held it, you know, from the previous cycle and... and uh, Do you buy some coin? Because yeah. uh, it's showing signs of weakness here. Is it really? Well, I feel like it's a dip for buying. I'll, I'll keep buying. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm still buying those uh, those leaps. The fact that you can get it two days after the earnings announcement, before like at the price before the earnings announcement when they crushed, seems like pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that I'm okay with buying that. Yeah, there's so much PTSD right now. Like everywhere, like I open my timeline, everybody's shorting Bitcoin. Everybody's like, oh god, we're topping here. Blah, blah. You, like you pull up the chart, you pull up the like the daily chart. It's just like seven straight like daily at the same level. There's some wicks down, but people are just like. Oh my God, it's going to dump at any second. And it's just, it's just so great because anytime there's like the slightest little dip, people are like, oh my God, it's over. Oh my God, it's over. And like, we're not even close to euphoria yet, which well, is, which is just so amazing. Today we crossed off one of the big risk factors, which was that NVIDIA holding the weight of all risk assets oh, on its shoulder. What a beautiful earnings <laughs> and announcement. And just delivered. Thank you, Daddy Jensen, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, so they, they, they beat on revenue, beat on earnings, which what they were expected to do. And then um, expectations look good. I think it's up nine percent after hours. The Did whole it go market nine percent in yeah. after hours. The the whole yeah. market was watching this. I mean, you I mean, it was up like, like eight when I checked. Bloomberg, no, CNBC. It was Nvidia earnings watch, twenty twenty four. Yeah, we hit like seven fifty or something. Yeah, it looks like up still up nine percent. So anyway, the okay. show the show goes on. Keep the party going. I didn't even. I wasn't even there. I was playing tennis. Were you? Yeah, I yeah. didn't care. But what if I was a client? I need to make a trade, sir. I still own a ton of NVIDIA for myself. <laughs> like, first of all, I think this is kind of silly to like, I, I 
agree with you guys that everybody was watching this thing. But like, first of all, the entire Mag Seven and so many companies have already reported. Like, we kind of knew what we we're in for. These guys, Nvidia in particular, they have this like order book already that that they need to deliver on still. So we know that their runway for revenue growth is still pretty high. Yeah, the uh, the the data centers were saying like, yeah, Amazon was like, we're finally getting supply. We're finally getting it. And they they showed plans to continue to buy Facebook as well. So yeah, I guess it was kind of in the cards. It reminded me of uh, everybody like jerking off to the merch. It's like everybody's jerking off to NVIDIA earnings. I'm like, (laughs) guys, come on, relax. All right. We haven't talked about how Sam Altman wants like $7 trillion to go compete with NVIDIA. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't at all. The NVIDIA CEO is just like... I don't think you need that much money. <laughs> the cost is just dropping. Is that what he wanted to raise or is that like the valuation he was like put like put on the market or is, something? This is he wanted that to raise. He wanted to raise. He, nobody that. nobody asked for 7 trillion no, to raise. I don't it's even like know the even number. The number was so absurd that I I mean it was it like could be 7 3 trillion, or it could be but... 70 to me. It was all the same. It well, here's like, something interesting actually. It's like what about the the guys that are actually com- trillions. What about the guys who are competing right now? Cuz like Microsoft and Intel have like partnered up to to try to compete right now. And I think that's kind of It was That's seven. In, that's God interesting. Damn, my memory yeah. is on fire today. But it was 7. It trillion. seems like when it comes to the edge computation, like on on the edge devices, they're going to be a leap ahead. It's like you need you need the most advanced weaponry and using like 1980s shit is not Okay, work. but but hear me out. You could buy Nvidia at what is probably now like twenty five times forward sales. Sales, yeah. Or you could just buy like a random basket of AI crypto coins. Well, like what do you think outperforms? Well, not even crypto. I mean, you're seeing this thing happen not in Tardfi too. You're like ARM. No, ARM is not even mooning. Not like, even Tardfi. Crypto AI. <laughs> Render is that? I mean, I feel like, yeah, Render is like the, it's so funny because Render was this like weird, like we talked about it a year ago and it was just just like, I don't even know if I should say this. It's such a dumb idea. But now it's like the Bitcoin of AI crypto, right? And now people are like, nah, Render is like, I need, I need, I need some more juice. I need smaller, smaller I need, I need like, <laughs> I need like fetch AI and then fetch moon. And people are like, all right, fetch is too big. Like what, what else is there? People are digging the, there's all these like 2017 kind of era shit coins like like Gollum and like RLC like iExec that were doing this like compute thing and they kind of just die but now they're like we're back baby like AI <laughs> and like I, I I feel like um if you go dumpster diving in crypto over the night like that that's just I, I mean we've talked about that we've been talking about this for months really but like I still feel like it's it's still very early to that to that narrative because you just Maybe- look at in crypto, it is probably yeah. In crypto, because like I don't know, like you look at Nvidia trade, like we took thirty years to get your money back, just from sales, <laughs> just from sales. <laughs> that's, that's, that's assuming they never <laughs> pay any of their employees or anything. Like, like the entire crypto AI market cap is probably like one day of run rate for Nvidia at this point. Yeah, we we went like, up probably like ten x the total market cap of crypto uh, <laughs> AI coins just in after hours today. Uh, we, I think we went up one whole ETH market cap. NVIDIA went up one whole stop. ETH market cap. Nah, probably, yes. not, probably not that much, yes. but at it's, least a it's couple, so couple hundred small billion. Still. It's, it's, it's so small. We're thinking too small. Like 7K <laughs> is too small. 
<laughs> we need like 20k, 30k, 40k, 50k. We can't get to 20k if nobody even thinks we're going to go to 40k. We have to at least think we're going to go to 40k. <laughs> All right, so so Eric brought champagne uh, for the uh, BTC ETF. We had a little celebration. Are we going to celebrate 10k or do you think we should postpone? I, f- I feel like it's... No, still- we can't celebrate 10k. 10k wow. is FUD. I'm 100% celebrating 10K. Celebrate it, probably. 10, I've been waiting my whole life for 10K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely it doesn't mean you have to sell any. That's like yeah. my kid like went to T-ball and he got his first hit off the tee. That's fine. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on my kid, but I am going to celebrate <laughs> T-ball. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'll see you in the majors, son. <laughs> you but tell your like, kid, like, yeah, I tried against Major League Pitching, <laughs> jackass. Maybe it's good that I'm currently trying Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's like, such a bad thing. Nerd, <laughs> you're hitting it off the tee. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> my dad used to see me do semi good things and be like, "Call me when you're a man," and then just walk away. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like, okay, I'll keep trying. Sorry. Yes, father. <laughs> so keep trying with those price targets. Um, there is one thing I did want to bring up on the whole macro verse thing. Uh, there's some people selling everything. Yeah. Bezos selling some stock. Yeah, they're Zuck dumping. selling. Gates, uh, he sold almost everything. By the way, the last time they did that, they perfectly they nailed it. They timed it exactly. They nailed yeah. the dump of the century. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's pretty good. I'll be honest. This this was putting off some alarm bells for me. I'm yeah. Like, uh, it's not a great feeling. No. Yeah. <laughs> kind of feel like they, they so know more than we do. So this is what I was asking about earlier. Like, is this one of those What if they're selling possible... to buy ETH? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a swanny? <laughs> we don't. We don't like. Is this an indicator of an unknown swan? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just feel like any any dip that we could just absorb it and continue bull market. So, like, what's the reasoning behind it from your guys's perspective, though? The, the world has lost its mind. <laughs> we printed drink. like infinity dollars. There's like an election coming up. The dollar is tanking. It's just like I don't know. Everything is. Everything is bullish. The whole backdrop is bullish. Like it, it's yeah. It's I like mean, a it's like a once in a lifetime setup. I think the shitty economy is probably the main. But like that's the thing. Like the, the economy is not even like shitty. It's like everybody says the economy is shitty, but in like a reality, like you can't get a reservation no, anywhere. Debt, Hotels cost like a billion and dollars. And the like inflated aspect of it is shitty. Yeah, it's sh- it's it's making people upset because eggs cost like seventeen dollars. I yeah, had, uh, but and that and that pushes asset prices higher as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I had a qualitative uh, data point on the economy today that I've, I've never had before. So we had a, a job posting up and uh, my old office manager calls me and she's like, hey, um, someone found my number and uh, he's outside with his resume <laughs> and he wants to know if he can come up. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so this guy like applied, put in a little video interview and then apparently just came to the office with his resume being like, I want this job. And uh, I've never never had that happen before. Sounds like I was a like, hustler. Wow, is, it, is it? Yeah, he's definitely a hustler. But I was like, is it is it that rough out here where you gotta like show up unannounced with your resume? I don't know. Is that like I kind of take it as like bull market stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the South Park episode where like all the lawyers are sitting outside like Home Depot asking for work, and like the handyman <laughs> rolls up in like his like freaking pimped Lambo. out Lambo, <laughs> and he's just like looking for like a lawyer Ooh. to hire. He's like you. 
I like that world. I see a, I see a world <laughs> like, like all that. the handymen are charging like $600 an hour to fix toilets. That's that's kind of like where we're at right now. It's very funny. So there's no answer? Answer to what? Answer to why we should be concerned about all the billionaires selling? Um, I, I mean, like, I, 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 I like would like say it's, 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 it's not like 0% concerning. Yeah. It's not 0% concerning, but... yeah. I, I also just think stocks aren't... Stocks aren't... Um, well, they're not Bitcoin. Is it just like a, a nice opportunity? To, well, I think a lot of these you know, guys, first of all, like don't take a salary and they yeah they right. programmatically sell to like you know use their wealth. Yeah, but are they all in a group chat? Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. But, yeah. but even at the cabal meetup, is this the cabal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's another thing. Like, you know, stonks, S and P, Nasdaq at all time highs currently. So like to sell at all time highs probably reasonable for those guys. Yeah. Crypto's still fifty percent down from its highs or you know, thereabouts. Forty percent down, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we have a wedge between stock prices and crypto prices. Mm-hmm. I would like the bottom half to meet the other one up higher. Great, <laughs> Instead of great catch up trade. <laughs> yeah. Good wedge. Um, it's gonna be okay, Armand. Okay. It's gonna be okay. It's Just, telling me to remain bullish. Yes. Okay. Fine. Please. All right. For all, so, all of our sakes. All right. So do we want to get into some of the stuff that was thrown in the group chat? Of course. Okay. So uh, we're going to take a little group chat moment here. Um, <laughs> all right. Can we go to the uh, the Gemini woke AI one? I don't remember this. So let's pull this Gemini up. Woke. So it looks like... Um, oh, I added it. Yeah. Yeah. You, at, you yeah. sent this. Is this a late submission? Yes. Actually, I was gonna like loop it in maybe with the Sora talk, so but what, like, what are we looking at? Okay, so there's this thing happening on on Twitter right now where everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on with the Gemini thing?" Like, I'm trying to draw. Like, people are just it, it's it's like hilarious now. So so this one, somebody's like, "Please draw me a picture of Santa Claus," and then like every Santa Claus is like black or like an Asian woman or something, um, <laughs> and then people are like, "I can't." make this thing draw like a white person and then everybody's like posting stuff in there. The best one I saw was like, draw me a 1940s German dictator. And it literally, it literally puts up a picture of this like Asian woman with like one of the no, helmets on. Stop it. Stop it. It's so bad. Oh my God. Like if you, if you just search Twitter for this stuff, it's wait, it's that like, German monarch looks Persian. Wait, what's going on here? Oh yeah, here we go. We got up on the screen Images here. Making image monarchs. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, it's mostly Native Americans. <laughs> Images of Vikings. Yeah, it's just like draw me a picture of a Viking, and it's just like some black woman, chest <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with like an axe, just going to town. It's yeah. just like oh, okay, like why? <laughs> so. Oh my God! All right, what else we got? What else was, was fun <laughs> over the week? Google's uh, crushing. Last two weeks. Oh, Japanese TV is the best. Oh, do the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's play font. this video. I need that full screen. I want the whole experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's there's three. We don't need the audio. There's three professional <laughs> Japanese soccer players playing soccer against one hundred children. One hundred children. <laughs> Dude, by the way, can I just say how good these guys are? They're dominating. <laughs> They're actually <laughs> incredibly good. They're like connecting. Like, oh, dude, they wrecked these kids. They wrecked. <laughs> okay, like, I love this so much just, because 
back in the day when I, I used to play online poker and we were on like the two plus two forums, like this cross is amazing, by the there way. There was this look at this finish. There was this thread called like oh. how many five year olds. <laughs> okay. And like the thread was like, how many five year olds would it take to like kill like a two hundred and fifty pound man or something? And then the thread just sparked it went, it's probably still going to this day. Like people were like, "Well, can can we give them baseball bats?" And then it, it just morphed into all sorts of like were crazy these all shit. poker like, players calculating like how expected many, value? Yeah, like okay, well, how many how many football how many linebackers to take down like a silverback gorilla? And then like all this stuff. And, it, it, and I thought the I discussion was hilarious. But it's it's so nice to see like actually the visual of one hundred. Children, yeah. Japan. Versus Count on Japan, like by the way. Men. Count on Japan always to give you the best game shows by far. Oh, Most entertaining Japanese TV is like unbelievable. Yeah, when you when you go there, when you go there. It's oh the my best. god, the the Turn TV on your commercials. Hotel, yeah, TV. me and my fiance were sitting there, and we just turned on and just kept flipping to the commercials. They're amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Being in Asia in general and turning on your TV is like instant entertainment. Do you instant. guys remember Most Extreme Challenge? MXC. MXC. Yeah. With a Guy LaDouche. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a Japanese game show that was like ridiculous. It was kind of like a bootleg Ninja Warrior. Or like Wipeout. Like, it's like Wipeout. Yeah, Wipeout. But they, overdu they, they overdubbed it. So they, mm. they like these comedians were just like ad-libbing like all the mm. stuff that was happening. They were so good. It was very funny, I think. I'd probably watch it back now and be like, ooh, that was wildly racist. <laughs> but at the all time... Right. I remember. Well, how many myself. kids do you think it would take to beat those three dudes? Oh my God! Because a hundred wasn't hundred. A hundred was not it's even. It's more close. just about being able to take up enough of the field that they can't connect a pass. <laughs> they literally have no. They just wouldn't be able to lob it to each other. Can't even swarm run. Of they fish. Just couldn't run. Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. look like just like this swarm of like hummingbirds. It's kind of like following them, but they're very slow. It's oh, <laughs> great. All right, let's uh, let's go to people react to crypto regulation or no DUI laws. Okay, go ahead. Oh my God! This one we need audio. Oh, for. this is an old video for when they uh, they started like enacting drunk driving laws. Communist country. <laughs> For people who can't see, there's just like a baby just sitting in the front seat. <laughs> I mean, I think she was onto something. Are we there? Are we there now? Oh yeah. Was she the was she the prophecy? She was the prophecy. Dude, that was the slippery slope. This is how every was that the moment. It's like that domino. You know the meme with the domino. It's just like banned drunk driving, and then it's just like. I'm gonna say the, something I don't want to say. The, like, <laughs> like the door-sized domino falls over. Communism. Oh, I love that he's like, I just deserve one or two beers at the end of the day. Yeah, he's hard working. Hard. Man can't get in his truck after yeah. twelve hours. Drink one or two just beers on the way home. Isn't this how every liberal I views every lot. Republican? Though, like they <laughs> yeah. all look at him like these guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that leads us into the next one nicely. I think. What Is this uh, Shaq or? No, I was gonna say John Stewart. Oh yeah, I want to talk about John Stewart. Let's talk oh, about it's it. It's more of a talking point. Do you want to? Do you want to go deeper on that one? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to punt it? No, let's just talk about it. Let's talk okay. about so uh, you guys mentioned to me a few weeks ago in passing, like, hey, did you know John Stewart's coming back to the Daily Show? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I had no idea. And then two nights ago, I'm on YouTube and I see the John Stewart clips from him on the Daily Show. So I guess like 
I don't know, week and a half ago was the first episode. Two weeks ago was the first episode. So Jon Stewart is back on The Daily Show. Like, that is enormous. That is huge. Like, this guy took however many years off. He clearly became, like, exhausted and bitter by the end. But he came back with a vengeance. Like, his opening line was something along the lines of, like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, good to be back. Like, like you know, like a short, like as if he was just gone for, like, 30 seconds. I forget the exact line. But, dude, he nailed, like, 90% of the first episode. The humor, the cadence, the delivery, the script writing from his team was impeccable. And the first topic he took on was, like, the Trump versus Biden situation. I just feel like, for me, Jon Stewart... And The Daily Show defines like that area, that era where I don't know, there was just this like comfort that you knew you could rely on him to explain, obviously, through his comedic and liberal leaning perspective, what was going on in the world. But like you could rely on him to like cut to the core of like reality and what was really happening. And I don't know. It was it was huge to see him back. I'm I'm worried because like I feel like it's gonna become a Dumb and Dumber two situation for me where I have this classic, like comedy that I I love so much and I still quote to this day. And then you know you have the sequel show up and it's just like. But that's exactly terrible. what I was worried about when you told me he was coming back. And I watched both episodes and the delivery and everything was impeccable. Like the second episode where he 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 basically just ripped apart Tucker for the Trump interview, which I was like, what's no, the, he going to, what's uh, he going to do? I mean, Putin for interview. the um, Putin interview, I was like, what's he going to, what's he going to find? Like, what's he going to, and everything he pointed out was absolutely hilarious. And honestly, like very important to point out. Yeah. Like it was, it was so well done. I, I think I have a little bit of nostalgia like for it, but you know, when I used to watch Jon Stewart, I used to get my news from Jon Stewart when, when, whatever this was, like 15 years ago. Yeah. And I'd be like, watch The Daily Show, figure out what's going on. And he would just tell me what the wasn't, crux of it wasn't was. was that long, bro. Was it 15 years ago? It was like eight years ago. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, I think he, was, he was also on 15 I would years used ago. To, I, I would watch it almost every night, like right before going to bed. And uh, now, I don't know if it's because I've personally shifted to the right or the whole world has just like, you know taking a giant leap to the left it but feels so has like he so i don't know if i want to like get my information from him anymore i'm a little I think cautious you're correct yeah. i think you're totally correct like but also what you're alluding to is i think that we were much more misinformed and we're not thinking critically ourselves at that time like 15 years ago come on we were babies we were children babies. <laughs> yeah. we were children like we were accepting of an opinion of someone as intelligent and comedic well, as John Stewart yeah. who are, could articulate it and clearly like made you feel like he was digging enough into the nuance to give you an answer that you could rely on, which is exactly what conservatives in the right were doing with their audience. We just had our guy that would make us feel comfortable. However, what I took away from present day John Stewart was that he was actually trying to be very objective about the situation, that he's no longer a friend of the quote-unquote left, that they attack In the second episode, he started by covering all the hate that he received from the first episode, from the left, hmm. for not being friendly toward Biden. I mean, he, he annihilated Biden in the first episode. And he was the only person who's been left-leaning to talk about the issue of his like mental capabilities and capacity and was like why aren't we talking about this 
and finally brought it up. So he's no friend of either side anymore, it seems. Whereas uh, he's before, definitely a friend. He's of definitely a side. A, I mean, not like he was. He's before. not like a. He was a mouthpiece. He's not like an MSNBC kind of like shill. We don't know. We're two you know. episodes in, dude. He only does it once a week. He's not doing it every day. Well, we and what we it saw, appears like is that he's being moderate. This, though, like when he went on Colbert like a couple years ago during COVID, exactly. And he was just like, he's just like, wow, it's so weird that it came from a. Le- it's it's almost as the and like Stephen was like, oh, you can't say that. Can't yeah, say that. The Wuhan a, virus came a, from. Oh, don't say yeah, it's a lab. He was lab, talking about you know? the lab. Yeah, and it was yeah. super uncomfortable. Yeah, so that I, was a goaded moment in like primetime TV. I thought it was a good moment, and like I, I thought the criticism of Tucker was like very fair because like he just said stuff I said in the Discord as well. Like when I saw the Tucker clips where he's just like, "Wow, I can't believe how cheap groceries are in this impoverished yes. country yeah. where the GDP per capita is twelve thousand dollars a year." It's so weird how cheap yeah. groceries are. It was are. only was hundred dollars like, for a week's rid- worth of groceries. I was like, that I was, was like, God damn it, Tucker! I kind of like you, and you're making no, this but fucking. Was, <laughs> t- Tucker was, was such a stupid comment. He was selling. He's like, he's like, look at these shopping carts. They, yeah, they. You put them on a conveyor belt <laughs> the and they the Louis the wheels lock. And I was just like, we have that, by the way. Yeah, we have. That we for literally like have that. Years. We <laughs> have that. We have that in Pacific Beach right now Bro, at fucking like, Safeway. I was like, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was what bad. Are you do- <laughs> it was so bad. Stupid. He totally undermined himself. That whole Putin interview he did and yeah. doing those clips of like being no. in awe. Of, like, I hadn't seen the follow up stuff where he was like going around. I mean, there were points in the uh, Russia so, doing propaganda. That like, was bad. I, I didn't think the interview is that. No, good. the interview. I was, was in favor of him doing I thought it. The interview was fine. I thought the interview was like, uh, like there were some points where I was like. Like Putin's like, and and that's well. Did you see the part where he's like holding in the that, smile? That, <laughs> the holding in the smile was my favorite part of the John Stewart breakdown. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. When he's just like happy to be there, but it tried to be like, no, I don't like you. He does have like quite the grin on his face there. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was rough. But like, I don't know, man. Like I I used to watch John Stewart every night, and I laughed a lot. And it brought me like great joy, but like when I look back on it now, I just like realize like I had this like spell on me. It's just like there's just like comedic formula where they just like show you the dumbest fucking people on the right. Correct. They play a tape, and then he goes, <laughs> "Yeah," looks into the camera, just being like, "Hundred percent." And then like everybody laughs, and then there's just like just like Pavlovian reflex. So you're like. Ah, dumb Republican. I'm so smart. Clap. And then it just goes over and over. And I I realized, like, he made a lot of good points for sure. But, like, overall, like, what I was doing, like, night after night after night was just, like, patting myself on the back. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I'm one of the good, smart, virtuous people. And look at it was basically just, like, always just, like, look at these dumb fucking people, like, over and over and over again. And it doesn't mean that it wasn't in the moment funny to me, but also in retrospect, I'm like, ah, was that good for me? Probably not. Did that really help the country? Like, probably not. I have a question, like, uh, because I don't watch any of this stuff, but like, over the last eight years while he was gone, what filled that void? Was there in the dark ages, bro? Was there nobody? I mean, it was it was Trevor Noah doing the same shtick. And it became like like Jimmy Kimmel or like Stephen Colbert in the late, which was way worse. Like at least John Stewart was like funny. John Stewart was like funny, but it was also like, oh, it's kind of bad. 
for me and bad for stuff. And it's like, you kind of see what he's doing. But like the, the late night show thing was just like, it, it, it was like, so bad. It, it, was, it, was, it was just, oh, it, it was just horrendous. It like, wasn't even, died. it like, wasn't even it's not an comedy anymore. Is there somebody no. like, who's a little right leaning who played that role? Like, no, no, it, no. It's just literally just his thing. Yep. Yeah. No. And there, 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 there's like some guys on like YouTube now. Well, I take that back. Col- Colbert kinda... was like the fake version of that on The Daily Show, and he well, was funny Colbert when he was like fake was right guy. Amazing. And then when he became like the talk show guy, talk show guy, he's just fucking terrible. Dude, it was cringy. Yeah, I horrible. actually watched him it's as a so talk bad. show guy, and I'm like, why do people watch this? Like, it's fucking it's awful. So it's awful. Like pe- people watch it because people. It's the same reason why like people like go on social media and they click stuff that like validates their opinions and like oh this makes me feel good and smart and virtuous and like people are you yeah. Know, it's unclear just... whether he's bought or whether he retired into a a character. He's got a good gig, man. Like right? I would do the same. Thing. If you could just retire <laughs> into so a character money. that's acceptable and you collect your check, you, you just collect. You might do and, that. Yeah. Don't, you don't, don't have to fight. You know, for well, he's opinion. only on Mondays, right? So Correct. you get one dose a week instead you get of one uh, dose a week. But yeah. it's a great dose. I'm very happy so far. <clears throat> it gave me a weird, nostalgic, happy feeling. I feel like we really needed him. He's back when we need him, Daddy, Daddy Stewart. You know, like it's just like that guy you can rely on to to cut through things, <laughs> and we haven't had someone like that. He does in have a, long a unique capability to um, expand the Overton window of like what. Can we talk about? I mean, when he said, "Well, the Wuhan virus came from Wuhan lab," then people were like, "Oh, I can start actually having a conversation about this." And I think equally, when he talked about the Biden-Trump comparison, he made it about age, and people were like, "Oh, so we can finally start talking about Biden's age." And you saw like Nate Silver come out and you know publish an op-ed saying he needs to go because of his age. Like there were some big hitting, you know, Democratic, uh, you know party people coming out after it. And I think he contributes to that. So Dude, he does have this unique He calls capability. things out. He called out Biden for saying like, uh, when he said, I think Israel has gone, um, what was the phrase he used in the speech? Over the, top. over the top. Thank you. A little bit over the top in its reaction. He, he annihilated him for that. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's having the conversations and there's not enough people having those conversations in general. Yeah. So, if, if all he does is just open up the conversations, I'll, I'd be stoked that he's back. Totally. totally. All right. Um, can we get into Sora a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Jimmy, while we're talking about this, why don't you throw up just a few of the other videos? I mean, I'm sure most people who listen to this podcast have already seen it and dug through it, but... Give a... Give them a little background. Yeah, so... Give them a little backdrop. OpenAI launched... Uh, How their, is that not real? Their text-to-video <laughs> model. Mm. So right now it's not available to the public. It's in a team of uh, red teamers and they're testing it for all the uh, biases and bugs and and whatnot. Um, But in any case, what you can do is type three to five sentences and it can show you almost cinematic quality uh, video just from your text input. And it's, it's mind-blowing. I just want to make sure people understand three to five sentences created this video. We're so fucked. This is one of the... Uh, <laughs> We've said that. man with the, okay. the red-knitted cap. So, so I, I think that that's, that's enough intro because, like I said, I think most people understand what this is. But I think this is one of those litmus tests. <clears throat> like, are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? Like, when you see this, do you get naturally excited or do you get naturally like, 
oh fuck because i first off i was like I oh my god i want to use this right away I, I need this now but i'm curious what your guys's instinctual reaction was i'm sexually stimulated uh, <laughs> well you will be you I just found three a way, to five sentences. i found a way to say that without being i'm very stimulated Do you, oh is it God. like a business boner or is it more like a yeah, personal thing it's a bb okay <laughs> it's a bb it's a full bb that's not a thing All no right. that is a thing between nick and i yeah. we get multiple a day let's not, not make that a thing <laughs> oh, i think it's a thing bud um so Eric, were you were you instinctually like this is rad, or were you like, no. oh shit? I'm an, I'm. Uh, are you team? I'm perpetually team optimistic, but on this one, I'm like, oh, are we're a we are so fucked because like, I know that my parents are gonna get scammed <laughs> by a fucking email phishing thing. This is going to just wreck With your their, face in it, being like, mom, like, I need money. Their world or is something. wrecked. Yeah, like yeah. everybody that is over the age of us basically yeah, is yeah. just so fucked by this. Yeah. I think it's a 50 plus and they're fucked. The realism is, is important to highlight because I think there was like uh, one of an Asian woman walking down the streets of Tokyo and they zoomed in on her face. And normally with kind of AI generated images, I mean, they've gotten a lot better in the last six months, but you kind of expect to see something to give you a cue, you know, where the, the equivalent of like the Turing test of does this, we need, Past the uncanny we need, valley. We need Will Smith eating spaghetti. Yeah, because that like um, was so bad. <laughs> what is that one? You haven't seen and, Will Smith eating spaghetti? That's no. some like nightmare and, fuel. And also, I don't. That think was that what was I said about fifty is correct. It's that was our like uh, that was our AI video like a year ago. Yeah, Will Smith eating spaghetti was probably a year ago, and it you <laughs> couldn't horrifying. like it didn't look anything like a human being. I mean, and, it did, but it was like. It's smack in the middle of the uncanny valley, yeah, like, like deep the, in the dark. The absolute trough of the uncanny valley. It's so bad. Hold on, yeah, Jimmy's gonna pull it up. The top one, the top the one top is the AI. One. Oh my god. Oh wait, is the bottom one actually AI now, or is yeah. that just Will Smith eating spaghetti? Well, actually, I can't even tell the anymore. The bottom was the fake. Bottom Will Smith did it is. as like you know Nick. I got already ta- tacking on to the <laughs> AI meme. Yeah, you're right. I can't even. T- I already can't tell what's real. Wait, that's a real video now. Yeah, Will Smith did that to kind of. That's play very on that funny. Movie. Well played, Will Smith. But like, it's also that like I I can't tell. You get a long road back, Will Smith. All right, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should be a long road. I agree. Be. I agree. But this this welcomes him back. Sure. Okay. Step by step. Yeah. I mean, we don't need you to act in any movies anymore. But like, sure, you're back. Yeah. Um. All right. So can we talk about winners and losers? So, um, I want to hear your guys' thoughts for, I, I got a list and I'm curious what you guys were. I love that you have a list. <laughs> Immediately thinking you're about. Just, you're just already getting into this. the, how do I make money on this? <laughs> yeah, why not? Because l- last few times we like forgot to talk about this and right. I just want to hit it off the top. As long as we can circle back to the philosophy. Uh, yeah, we can. <laughs> okay. So I haven't thought so, too. So yeah, you know, this thing can just basically create anything you want from text. How do we make money off of it? Well, let's start okay. with like the the ideology in the way that I approach it, right? Which is like fear-based. I think there's a lot of winners that come out of this fear-based ideology related to this. So it's like cybersecurity, like crypto could play a role in this. Yep. Um, ways to like validate the truth of, of something's origin. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty easy yeah, winner. Yeah, that's a huge opportunity. I mean, um, I like your I like your framework. Speaking of it, I was I was thinking about you know how do you dissect an opportunity like this, and I think it's important to think of 
you know, first order effects, the second order and the third order. And then you kind of like brainstorm a list of who are the players who get, you know, affected and then look at the value chains of those players and those businesses and who gets, you know, also their vendors, their suppliers, their customers, how do they get affected by those first, second, third order side effects? And mm-hmm. you can kind of pull out some potential. So what's a first in. order uh, effect for you? Like what? Okay. Short Shutterstock, short Getty images. Nothing Couldn't new. Be more clear. Are those publicly traded? Yes, they are, sir. I mean, they already dropped tremendously. They have. They have. They've, le- they've leveled off. They've kind of like had a little run up. There but, was a there was a fear reaction immediately to Shutterstock. But why why do they have any market like, they're, value? They're, they're worthless now, right? They they it has are to be like for worthless. sure. Now. Why do they have market value now? Like, yeah. Why are they? Why than, do you need why are they to more pay someone $1? to get knowing stock that this imagery? will be available? Yeah, and why do you need even stock? Like they sell B roll footage, mm. you know, that you throw in your commercials. Well, I, I do think that there there could be a market for it if uh, this this new niche gets regulated which i am in favor of you want regulation yes Mm, don't talk to me this is dangerous (laughs) i want regulation here you want it now or you want it sometime in the future well i want it to be executed in a smart way um there i have to i have to say before we just move on by saying like share stock dead that's sad like it's sad. No, I, it's like full Darwin mode right now. Like yeah, I they, know that it is, but we're also yeah. allowed to grieve lost ones. Yeah, by by Shutter, buying puts. Shutterstock is like uh... <laughs> you are a Simpsons character. You are you're a legend. <laughs> are they like are they like the company that made like film paper? Like who? What is that company? Uh, no, it was like a. Uh, but same thing yeah like i am i am a technologist i am a techno optimist i understand that i i appreciate that and i believe that like technology creates more wealth for all and more good for all however when the previous technology succumbs to the when the incumbent eventually succumbs to the new entrant that is winning through means of technology that were not available to the incumbent, it is incredible to watch. And it is a little sad to watch billion dollar companies die overnight. That's all I have to say about that. It's not like losing a real person, but it is really something. A lot of people do get affected by things like this. SSTK, still uh, $1.7 billion enterprise value. Zero. Uh, (laughs) Sell calls. Sell calls against this. What, what was the peak of that? Uh, well, even just like uh, six months ago, it was thirty percent higher. Oh, that's nothing. Still, still early, boys. Still early. Short, shorting stuff is. I mean, so this product's it is, not even it out is here. interesting. <laughs> also, to think about, you know, the mainstream concern is always like conversation about. I feel like we're in this bubble where like. Oh, you know, the job loss conversation is like not a we don't we don't talk about that a lot. Like people's jobs being affected. But the number one concern of like a mainstream human being is like this is gonna take my job. Like that's always the main thing top of mind. It's like AI is taking my job. They have no idea what's next. They don't know if it's video generation, voice generation, text generation, uh code generation, legal tech. Um, SAS, whatever this, it is, it's going to take my job is the number one. Right. Concern. So like if you think of like an actor, for example, might be like a classic example of someone looks at this like, oh, shoot, 
I'm, I'm screwed. Especially like if you're a C level or below, like you're an extra, you're a one liner in a movie, you're a commercial actor. You might be like, I'm screwed. But at the same time, there's never been a better opportunity for independent creators. I mean, the fact that yeah. one person in a couple of hours can put out content, uh, you know, art, however you want to call it, a product essentially very easily they they have even more opportunity than they probably would trading their time for money or licensing, you know, their commercial use. So I, I do think there's there's not this much of like So we can short Warner Brothers too? I don't know. Warner yeah, Brothers no. might be like well they might be more profitable. Well what if they just like utilize this stuff for their advantage? Right. Of course they will. Right. Why why wouldn't they? Definitely. You you pay Will Smith to uh act in the front of the movie and then you fill in all the Everything. All the extras. Why, or, why does Will Smith need Warner Brothers? Can he just like license himself? Like oh. be like, hey, whatever you want. Like, scan it, me, baby. Yeah, just scan me. It's no, you, a penny you, per you will pull request. Put and then Will I just, Smith into the movie of your making, your choice. But that's why I think you need right, regulation. So why do we need because, Warner Brothers? But I think that's why you need regulation because Will Smith can just be copied at any time. His likeness and image. Or well, that's what the whole. You fight don't even was about need Will Smith. Recently. You'd be like, can you? Make me a character that kind of reminds me of Will Smith, and but it's not exactly it's okay. Will Smith. No, like, Will Smith mannerism. twist with Alan Watts and The Rock because that's who you like. Right. Yeah, that's and for you. Immediately, that like your yeah, your that is my your jism. That is literally that's my your jism. that's your white dream. Um, <laughs> that's what I would aspire to want to watch on a big screen. It's like. You know, if you could do that, you could just like remix. That. I mean, Netflix, these streaming channels could eventually. I mean, this is straight out of a Black Mirror episode where they're like, Armand, here's your content. Like, it is made specially for you <laughs> automatically based upon your own interests. And like, you only see that because we know exactly what you're into. And well, you guys remember the Hollywood writer's strike earlier this year and oh, late last so year. Do right? remember? They're, they're screwed. Like, that win is so temporary. I mean, like it's not going to hold because you just create a slight iteration off of these various characters and then you have a fair use argument and we're going to find out how that plays out. But this whole thing is going to play out in the legal system for the next few years, maybe longer, but it's going to be very interesting. And I think where it ultimately lands is like a lot of creators are going to be out of the type of job that they used to have and will then just serve as like, um, this is just coming to the surface for me, the way to describe it is like a foundation model. Like the way an LLM is fed by scraping the internet, there will be these like more specific uh, small language models that are built on like your favorite actors. And then you'll just be able to like build an experience for yourself based on your favorite actor's content from the past. And your favorite actor will license themselves and their content to that small language model for the for you to be able to then create cinema that is designed perfectly for you. That's like me pulling like like some random like futuristic like notion out, like what I potentially think the future might look like. But I think it's something like that. No, I like that. I I do that all the time. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. I guess the question I have is like technology throughout history has always been like we'll look back a hundred years or a thousand years, ten thousand years. We'll be like the wheel was technology at one point, right? Like the technology has always been a moving target. This is just like a new tool, right? And throughout history, I think technology has always been a a net job creator. 
I think. But this one kind of feels like... No, there's no way this is anything but a net job creator. Because of Armand's point, it like it removes the bottleneck of needing Warner Brothers to tell a story through like a visual media, and anyone can do it from... Uh, anyone with a skill of telling a story can just prompt economy. it. Yeah. Ownership economy, creator economy. Creator economy, this is what I try to explain to investors right now. <laughs> creator economy is not just... I don't want you word, man. Like, you said that <laughs> yeah. to me, and I went, ugh. Yeah, I just cringed. Everybody. Creator economy. Everybody is a creator it's the entire world economy now every single person at the tip of their finger has the means to build anything now like truly in the next few years in particular code is right at the tip of your finger media right at the tip of your finger like what we're witnessing with sora is like i can build draw write create anything i like the owner word better i think owner economy might be better yeah, like, like everyone becomes an, an owner of like their own product their own you know it's an entrepreneur the solopreneur yeah. one you you uh you've been a solopreneur before i feel like that's maybe like a better the solopreneur economy kind of describes it a little more aptly yeah maybe that's the right word for it we got way off track from your list though i'm very curious well before we list. get in the list can yeah. uh, can i just give a shout out because the the audience is clamoring oh my God, for the it. chat is the loving chat it loves <laughs> armand's takes right now <laughs> Whoa, what's going on? Uh, I'll just read it uh, from the top. The Shah is the best. We love the Shah. Did you pay these people? He won me over too. <laughs> uh, won me over. I love that. Oh, okay, this is fucked up. I used to be oh, in agreement with a lot with Steven, but lately the Shah been Wait, killing what it. what is going on? <laughs> The shot like Armand's combo. fucking posting on the burner right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Show your hands, Armand. Show your hands. I see you tweeting. <laughs> no, that's great. I love these. Com- I love these combos. I love these combos. But, okay, so those are first order effects. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like OpenAI, big winner. Uh, I think Shutterstock, Getty, big losers. Th- those are our first order. I think the easiest one, Eric already touched on it, is second order is who's going to verify authenticity of these videos? I mean, we're in an election year. This product is getting launched in an election year. We're so fucked. And not only just a U.S. election year, but we we talked about this maybe four or five episodes ago that I think in terms of population, uh, there's never been this many people uh, going through a national election of their their leader, right? President um, Prime Minister. Oh yeah, or it's like across many countries, right? Across so the world, right? Yeah, it's probably going to be even more put to use in some of these second, third world type type countries. So, Good. Um, you know, I had the question for you guys. I I found a few projects that that do this. So, you know, you could just go long uh, cybersecurity stocks. They've had a massive run up lately. Emma loves that. Yeah, and um, I found this company called TruePick. I found it doing some research and I was like, oh wait, I've actually used this product before. So I recently got engaged last year. I bought a nice ring and we needed to insure it. And so the insurance company sent me this link and said, "Uh, you need to show us what the ring looks like and that it's actually intact now and it's not already uh, broken or stolen. And I was like, how the fuck are they going to verify that? Like I I can Photoshop this, I can take an old photo of it and they sent me this uh, truepick.com app. It was branded under their like, you know, insurance company and it takes like a 
a cryptographic signature mm. and you have to take the photo using their app and it sends it to them um and it verifies that you took the app at this time you know this place it takes all the metadata from your device everything you can imagine um this thing's going to get acquired by adobe or docusign totally immediately so um one note is that they used to post these signatures and the metadata of the imagery to uh the bitcoin and ethereum blockchains and then they uh came across public key infrastructure and i think this is worth taking a look at and apparently public key infrastructure is used in like adobe pdfs you know in terms of digital signatures and you don't need a blockchain oh they use encryption without a token exactly <laughs> exactly it's without a up, public yeah, without a public blockchain like it's it's in the I'm file out. itself so while i am it's in the computer super <laughs> bullish um you know maybe a cryptographic solution it may not necessarily use a public blockchain right i i honestly feel like that's been one of my um long-term theses is actually like the public blockchain doesn't have to be the winner of all this stuff and i i almost don't want to say it on an episode like this but, <laughs> yeah. uh you know we'll just keep that on on, on its own little silo over there on the <laughs> yeah. left but i i feel like put that in the corner we can have like a fully centralized encrypted uh future that um not for everything, though. Not for everything, but yeah. but that can be sort of like the solution for like commerce as we know it in its like current state. Um, I will also note that Fox News started doing this, I think, in the Republican primaries, where they kind of um, put some kind of signature on their media that they upload, and I think they're uh, partnered up with Polygon. And they've been putting their media up there to say this originated from a Fox News uh, entity, and you can verify it there if if you'd like. What the so fuck? anyway, <laughs> are we getting interrupted by the chat? We again? have to read this. We have <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Stephen is a, somebody's multi-accounting in the chat. Stephen is a cutie. Does he date sisters? Oh, sisters or siestas? Siestas. What is he, a siesta? Does, I thought he said, "Does he take naps?" Well, is that a is that like a Latina, mamacita? No, a sister. Is nah. a what sister? is a sister? That's a siesta. Do I have to explain this to you? It says siesta. You guys are showing your whiteness right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not. He is. Even well, first of all, he... there's only one white person here on this podcast. <laughs> Stephen will date yeah, whatever. Stephen is asking her if, he, if she means naps. <laughs> 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 he's a very literal man so i mean Steven, i took it that way too <laughs> have you have you seen any actual crypto projects That's that great. just give me the goddamn token that can me? solve that can solve this okay so because i found a, a company already solving it without this i invested I, in a project that was doing this in 2018 hmm. but i'm not going to shout them out on this episode why i i have some uh some things I'm working Conf out. Conflicts? Some conflicts. Okay, I respect that. Yeah. But will you at one point? I, I will if the said conflicts are resolved. Okay, understood. Yeah. They right. better be resolved because this is like uh this is like a this is like a long running thing for me. I, I think you know what I, it's like to invest in this shit in twenty eighteen and be sitting here in twenty twenty four? Like what what if I unfortunately all are you of us available, are uh, Steven? taken. No. Yeah, I know. I'm messing with him. 
Amber's about to show up hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was giving him. I was giving him an opportunity. I'm waiting for Amber to show I was, up all caps. I was giving him an opportunity to say something Don't himself. Don't say that. Like, oh, like I have to be like, oh my god. Yeah, talk about your woman. Everybody but, in this know? chat who's a real one knows. They all know. Okay. They all know. Um, but sure, that could be independent of the fact that you. Or into sisters. Yeah, independent. <laughs> you also don't have to come on that for conflicts as your, as your attorney. This is not on my bingo card Stop. for this episode. Stop <laughs> blushing. Stop blushing, dude. <laughs> All right. I mean, can I hear some winners and losers from you guys? I need ideas. Sure. Okay. The biggest losers are e thoughts. What? Because they're going to be. They're yeah, they be, become they I mean, become a commodity. Happened. I yeah. mean, we already had it. I love. We had a whole episode on this like a year ago already. So Karen AI episode, way ahead of the curve. No, it was the one where Armand wasn't here, where we God. talked about like how love that episode. AI porn was going to just destroy the world. Yeah, that episode was made for me. We're like already here. Like the Sora thing is. So I I was actually like browsing uh, the TikToks, and there are women posting all like there are like videos going viral where women are just like delete everything you have on the internet immediately because you are literally going to be a porn in like sure. five days they're not wrong no that's they're why, not wrong that's it's why we very, need regulation it's, it's gentlemen crazy i i have a lot of things to say about this some of them i don't even want to say because like, they're revealing how can we not need regulation if you can just sure you can turn regulation isn't going to any, save like, you it's anybody. not going to save you because people want porn so badly that if you ban Ooh. stuff people are going to be like Wait a minute, can we store data like decentralized well, in some on. sort of fashion? I've actually thought then, about this a little bit. So it's like literally the whole point of crypto. No, there's like except not, but like that'll be <laughs> Okay, so there's been examples of this, like where um somebody gets their uh Okay, here here's the actual example. Aaron Andrews was a, a sideline commentator for the NFL. And somebody oh, yeah. somebody in a hotel room like drilled a fucking hole in the wall and filmed her changing or something. She was, she was like yeah. filmed against her will naked and the internet has removed that as like Dude, a thing. The internet removed that, but like, not like the dark web, not like you can still to this day, like go online and find like child porn. Like, I know, but like yeah, people, the publishers removed that. But I think what I'm trying you to say here is like, publishers, that's but, what I mean. It's like, I'm talking about regulation to the mainstream, but that's obviously not, that's not going to stop people though. I think it's, it does. That's not going to stop. I think people. it does. Like, dude, you, it's not going to stop people any more than it stopped you from like downloading a song on Napster. You no, know? dude. What I'm trying to say is like, laws exist and that stops most people and then there's some people who go work against the laws and that it exists on the fringes and criminals exist and that's fine like for the criminals but for for the mainstream we have these rules and those rules are going to matter with this stuff okay you're both right because if you're that if that's what you mean then you're also correct that like it does stop most people and does it mean that it like completely eliminates the problem no i don't which is not your argument yeah yeah i don't intend that's to eliminate like it doesn't eliminate it. It does exist. Laws push behavior underground. Like, it'll still happen. I mean, what do you propose the law is, though? Because this is like a weird spot. Like, so if somebody makes like an AI porn of like an adult without their consent and like distributes it, like, do they go to jail for that? Jesus. Well, isn't there already laws on revenge porn? Like, if you have a, a girlfriend... Yes, but that break- law is easy to enforce because it's like, is that the person in the video? Mm. And it's like a binary. It's like, yes, that's the person. 
if it's not the person, or what if you make what something where it's like definitely do... them, but they change it so it doesn't look exactly like they have a mole on their face, but there's no mole on this person. Like, where do you, like, the where do you that, draw the, the line? The fact that you could probably go to someone's Instagram right now, download a few videos, and generate them doing terrible things. Oh, if, I, if I am a woman, I'm deleting everything so right I now. So I did this gone a long time ago. You guys may have noticed. Pervert. I, cleaned up my because you're afraid profile. of being an ai gay porn <laughs> <laughs> and i uh created a personal profile oh, where i, I actually <laughs> share things that are personal and i will never show like that sounds like a different life. reason though so it's, it i'm not talking about myself being turned into you'd be porn. great by the way people would love you <laughs> <laughs> but I, only if they could capture your voice <laughs> yeah i download that shit. just waiting for like the tom uh, Dom eyes comment <laughs> I would just put, just put my voice, <laughs> just put my voice with Edmund's calves. Yeah, that's you all go. you need. Um, they were pissed when they found out what Edmund. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so I I don't oh, have. Oh wow! Yeah, Stephen gets okay. it. Okay, Stephen gets it. We need a dunce cap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. I I got it. Yeah, Stephen. I, I got it. Stephen yeah, gets it now. I, I I got it now. Thank you. Thank you. Give me the. So I just thought about this. I I haven't like put a lot head. of thought into this, but my thought is basically like. It seems like the simplest solution will be to, um, and maybe I'm fucking stupid on this. Probably I just thought about it, but like if you want to upload porn, you have to cryptograph cryptographically verify that you want to upload it instead of it, like Bro, just what if you just it. what if somebody just uploads it to the bitcoin blockchain what are you going to do it's an edge case i mean our our Is podcast it? episodes are up uploaded to the chain but we anonymously but hold on but we upload those right and we'd have like a cryptographic we do uh, have a ens name like a verification on that if you want to like upload a porn of somebody then you'd have to verify it as well the people aren't like doing this in a consensual fashion to begin with so like what are you gonna what are you gonna do i think it's probably consensual now like 99 percent, 98 percent. dude there's 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 gonna be like an absolute explosion of people making like crazy shit like this is gonna be like a like if we don't no, I'm serious. Like if we don't do something collectively, like if you if you have like a daughter, everyone is gonna be it, a no. It's going to be like it's a gonna concern. Be so you have. bad. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so bad. bad. Is this good or, or bad for OnlyFans? Or is the revenue gonna oh, go up or down? That's dead. Eighteen billion to zero. You can you? No, that? no. Well, higher. They're gonna go no, higher. No, no, no. well, OnlyFans depends on OnyFans creators are the creators are dead. those are ethos. That's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. The creators are dead. No, the the OG ones are probably going to keep their subscriptions for quite a while. How about like, like uh, just having babies? Period. Like, does anyone do that anymore? No, clearly, because you just get exactly what you want when you want. That ultimate, is that ultimate is some, existential. That is threat some to Black Mirror now. shit, right? Like yeah. the idea that like you can just pop on your little vision things and just type anything, and it just like appears before your eyes. No, I mean obviously this is why, in order for the species to survive, we get to the point where we don't have real sex or real relationships and we have to make them we Wait, have to literally we have to matrix them. we have to make them we have to matrix make them. what babies so that we continue what to survive you, in a physical form like in a test tube 
in a test tube in a little pocket <laughs> cell like in the matrix oh like, we talked about you this. want man. we talked about this on, on like, that episode it's not going to be this thing where like people fall in love and like yeah we already covered this you should and, listen to so it. on a previous episode where you weren't there <laughs> i was not there for it. no i i always thought that um i would just get um milked i would like people <laughs> people would just be getting people would just get getting milked and then those would go into a tube, and then the embryos, the embryo, with embryos, like, yeah, that meet a, an egg, and then that's the way that this is going. Okay, right. but seriously, that like 20, 20 years from now, we can look back on this episode and like compare it to what's happening in the world right now, and be like, wow, that prediction was so bad, or like, wow, that was a no, no, no. We're gonna look good. back and be like, Taylor Swift saved humanity when she gets pregnant and starts like baby boom too. Damn, or Bonnie with the fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna remind you. Every yeah. But who are who are all these women gonna have babies with if all the men just buy Vision <laughs> they're, Pros? They're in the Apple Vision Pros. Vision Pros and like uh, no, bootleg dude, Sora. Dudes can't afford it, man. I mean, it's gonna be it's going to be like a. That was the exact movie I was thinking of. What movie? Marty reminded me. Children of Men called oh. out the infertility. Twenty. That movie's twenty years old. Wait, what's Children of Men? Oh, great movie. I've never heard of this. Yeah. I mean, it sounds yeah, like a Marty movie. I think it was movie. an award winner. Definitely. Um, won an Oscar or something of some no. sort. So <laughs> Okay, so imagine, imagine that's definitely not an Oscar well, winner at all. We won something. No, we, we know. Did it definitely we, we know for a fact that never happened. No, like, children of men won no, something. There were no won Oscars the R meme of twenty nineteen. <laughs> Three Academy Awards! No, it was nominated. Yes. Nominated. Oh, Put it back in your pants. <laughs> Jesus! Oh my! God. Wait, seriously, what is this movie about, though? The it's future. Bro. What did it predict about the predict future? Predict infertility. What's the name of that actor, Jimmy? The Wait, Armand, you remember nothing about this movie? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> need to like. I can't with how many, details. how often Steven like Facebombs. <laughs> It's no. like the exasperated oh, Clive. Count is off the charts this episode. The Clive is good. Clive's Clive a great Owen, actor. Huh? Clive Owen. I love Clive Owen. Clive is a good guy. Like, Underrated actor. Good guy. Love, yeah, love guy. Clive Owen. <laughs> all right. So oh, imagine boy. a world where Taylor Swift has a baby. There's all these women that want to have babies, but all the dudes are stuck in their Apple Vision Pro. It's the same thing that happens when there's, there's not enough... Uh, Bitcoin to buy price goes up. So <laughs> yes, the supply and demand. Segway guy. No, there's, 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 there's going to be a supply shock of, of men. men. Yes, oh. and you might have this like uh, you know typically uh, nines date nines, fives date fives, sevens date sevens. What if there's just like and a you might have this situation oh. where like women who are nines were like. I'll take the six if he's willing to actually have physical sex and have a baby. Do you, do you think there's yeah. just like a I return right. to like polygamy? Uh, that's a good question. Like, like what? Uh, what if like what if uh, half of all the men are just like, nah, I'm good, I'm out, and they just like exit, like, and then all the other women stay. Like, do some of them, or if some of the remaining men are like, you know what? These are my demands. Do some women go like, all right, fine? Or do they go like, absolutely not? No, we, and then you know how in like Dune, they're all fighting over uh, pepper or whatever it is? Spice. Spice. What if it just becomes semen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I, I to build off of Steven's question. Stop. Like, Hold on. 
if, if ever what if that's the most prized <laughs> substance in the world? Steven, let me ask you this. It's no longer lithium. It's, it's just, it's just, please give me a child. Steven, are we still on the air? It's just like, it's just, dude, just first anything. of all. I'm so glad my imagine, mom stopped listening to this imagine? show. Can you imagine? Like, oh it's just God. like, oh, like people just be like, oh, I'll do anything. Like, China's just like, please send us some semen. Dude, this, this uh, old-fashioned fucking... No, it what, hits, dude. What is, what is this? Old-fashioned But What did you put in this Okay, cocktail? Steven, like, I got a question for you. Like, you, you brought up this point. Like, what is a man's incentive... If like all of his sexual desires are just portrayed onto the 3D screen, like why would you ever need the fucking burdens? Like you just jizz into a stop tube, or you make a hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah, you just get paid per ounce to like go into your fantasies. I mean, that sounds so what pretty you're reasonable. Telling me is we're gonna long, <laughs> long fertility clinics. tubes. Like, That's tubes. a good idea. <laughs> the tube manufacturers. Oh my god, you have another crush. <laughs> Third order effects. You're like the Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Who is multi-accounting in the chat right now? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like making new YouTube accounts, like left and right in the chat. Oh my Just, god! All right, that was incredible. You guys convinced me. I'm I'm going back to the church tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry for leaving. I, I laughed so hard. Straight from to that, confession. I, I started sweating. Oh my god! But I laughed oh so hard because you might be right, and it's scary. <laughs> you got nervous. Yeah. Uh, oh, I Marty in the chat says, uh, "Unvax semen." Let's be real. Yeah, that's so true. Can you imagine? Oh my looking god! Back did on you, that fifty years wait, in the future? Did you see the? Did you see the the Red Cross thing? Was that real? What? No. So I people were like circulating a photo. I, I don't know. I want to make sure this is real before I start spreading this. But there's like a photo of like somebody like donating blood, and it was just like, check this box if you've been vaccinated, and then like make sure you're still eligible. And people are like, what? There's what? probably a good reason for it, and like Jimmy's gonna look it up, and I'm and I'm gonna feel like a fucking moron. But, Dude, but what's actually <laughs> but <it was> really <laughs> fascinating is to think about how, in especially as time goes on. That becomes like this very, from the eyes of this type of person who desires that type of person, this very brave decision to not have been vaccinated, right? Like I, I did do uh, the Pfizer shot, for example, right? But like there are, a, 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 I don't know, what's, what's the percentage actually? I would love to, I think it's like 10% would be my guess, that just did not get vaccinated. The, that the becomes... Blood the golden semen <laughs> in the eyes of marty like like no but really think about it oh really 81 percent yeah so 19 percent unvaccinated cut that in half that's you're at 10 percent men oh yes yeah, the spice baby okay so spice. if 10 percent of men like there you've seen the meme right like of women being like i only date unvaccinated men that's a meme today Imagine that meme in, in the future. Like, it'll be even more powerful in terms of like, No, women won't be able to do that at all. That. Women will be like, I'll it's, take the back. Anybody. Just, just, just give me the back. Are there true. any men left, please? That's true. I'm just saying. All the men are gone. That's all like their, that's like a top 100 crypto punk. There you go. Wow, thank you for explaining that in terms I can only Yeah, Steven gets it now. This is something I I kind of firmly believe is that as a man, when you get to a certain age, let's call it. 50s 60s if you don't have a family 
something dies with inside you, right? Like something is not right if you're a man and you you don't have a family. And what we're talking about is a whole potential new generation of men, you know, not is that true? Having a family. Is that true? I mean, population is declining on the whole. The U.S. is okay because we have immigration, not not just from the southern border. No, but, but you're saying from a from an individual standpoint. Individual standpoint, man, like if you're a guy, you're a guy with no family. Yeah. Well, let's say you have a wife. Okay. No kids. Yeah. Then you're not like a whole person. Something is like missing. Yeah, I mean, you. I I could see how someone could take that in a, in the, in the wrong way, but but yeah, you could feel like something's missing in your life, like. Well, something for sure is missing in real life. Yeah, we, like no we, children. We've talked about yeah, this. How it's missing in that Vision Harvard Pro study. With, <laughs> yeah, because like, you could you like, could like supplement your life Apple pretty Vision easily. Pro Siri, show me a family. Yeah, <laughs> give me two uh, kids. Give me two kids who love me. Now turn them off. <laughs> yeah. Now they want something. No, no fuck but them. we we talked about how in the Harvard study, the longitudinal study that's that looks at people over the course of their lifetime and and at the end of their life, asks them like, "Are you happy?" And they find that the relationships are the most important thing. Is what started this podcast, right? It's what started our men's night and and what we kind of firmly believe within our our social circles. So if you apply that to, um, you know, either a husband and wife or or even just men in particular. If you don't have that, that's a key part of your relationships that that don't grow. There's no legacy there, and maybe that's a separate issue. But do you think that, or do you think? I never thought that, um, but I think it makes sense. I mean, yeah. if Eric thought that, do you see how happy this man <laughs> yeah. is? Well, if you if you ask, <laughs> well, do they like think, think, existential thoughts? I like, think we're just defining like a family. The way the Harvard Grant study is looking at that is a sense of community. Right. And you can have that through friendship. You can have that through your religious practice, your church. You can have that through an online uh, Discord community. Yes, you mm, can. Yes. I would. I would say they weren't ready for that. But didn't that they is, define it as a relationships? Is, it has nothing to do with like um, what type of relationships. Am I right about that? Correct. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't think it has to be like your immediate local family. Because if you ask anyone, you know, maybe it's like to uh homosexual couples or just you know two heterosexual couples that don't have kids they're like i'm great i'm a lot richer than than you are who have kids i travel all the time like well, i have all this richer. freedom but i i think if you way sat richer. down with them and talk with them like maybe there there are some regrets i'd love to yeah there's six figures a year richer for sure it's wild damn yeah it's wild Wow. Someone was saying that to me recently. They were like, I was telling them about my life. I was talking to one of my Techstars founder friends and telling him about like some of my expenses. He was asking like about my expenses and what it's like to be a founder that's also like a new father. And he was just like, dude, adulting is fucking expensive. And I was like, dude, it, it's like a one-way road and it only gets more expensive. I, I think I've asked this you before, but... When you had a kid, did you feel like a provider gene or instinct, like kick up a notch more? Everything changed completely. But specifically that. Specifically like, that. It did. And yeah. you like like honed focus. Yeah. Like hunter like focus. Just let's just let's just go back two years. What was I doing? <laughs> I don't know. What were you doing? You were smoking Traveling. cigars. A lot you were of having things. a great time. You look was in at least one country per month. Yep. 
usually sometimes with my wife, sometimes alone, just traveling and exploring remote, you know, working life, visiting friends, building, making money. That, that was it. All my concern was about me. All my concern was about, you know, enjoying enjoyment of self and being out there. My, my like, natural inclination is to see the world and talk to people and have a beer with somebody in Helsinki. Like that to me is like absolute bliss and joy. Now, are you kidding me? Like it completely changes. And you know, what's really funny is I wanted to be that guy that was like, no, 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 no. have baby will travel. It'll be different. <laughs> no, I don't know who those people are. I, I really don't know. Who those <laughs> they don't people exist. Are. They're mythical. Creatures. I, I think they're either mythical or they're forcing it and they're uncomfortable the whole time. It's not easy. Like you, you, you don't want to do it like that. So actually, Erica and I are considering going on a trip soon. It would be the first trip we've been on since before our daughter. You know, since she was, she, since my wife was pregnant with her, and um, we're gonna, we're not gonna go with her. Like we're gonna leave her with grandma. I got roomy. Go I got roomy. I'll teach her how to read Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We're gonna go on this trip together, and like, I'm very excited. Um, it's gonna be very good for us. Like right now. Our, our baby's still in our room. Like, we're, like, going to the bedroom, like, whispering at night. Like, you know, don't wake her up. Like, that's the life right now. Like, it's completely different. We're not, like, having, you know, those moments, like, you know, available to us like they used to be. It's just completely different. So I feel like uh, you two are pretty productive individuals. I would like to see how productive you can get when you have a child. I'm already just imagining Rumi just in my arms while they're on vacation. Yeah. I'm like... She like they come back and Rumi's like, Dad, you need to look at dividend stocks sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the pickleball court with like my baby and like a bad <laughs> thing, just like gently dinking. Oh man. Um. All right. Want to move to the the what final else? boss? Oh, the final yes, boss. Okay, so Dark Ages. Yeah. So let's um, do it. Uh, Jimmy, can Bring you pull the DC investor? Bring it home, baby. The DC investor. Oh, What's I the tweet? This. Tweet. What's I the tweet? This. So, yeah, I wanted to share this with you guys. I came across this on on the X platform, and it just stood out to me. It just felt like a very good prompt. So, DC investor says, "I think we'll look back on it and realize that we've been living in a uh, parentheses relative mini dark age for the past approximately." 15 years and it really stood out to me i was like have we like that's a very uh deep thought actually well what was your first takeaway on like what he means by that i need time to process it and i need a little bit of like of your artillery to bounce off of to mm -hmm. be honest I mean, because i'm still formulating my opinion on it you you could easily agree with him because like we were promised jetpacks and flying cars and we got 140 character apps and like did did the industrial like commercial part of society really deliver any of that and i would say okay so to be fair we do have jetpacks and flying cars now just no one wants them well yeah i think the government just won't let us have them yet i mean we do have self-landing rockets that's, that's pretty good pretty fucking that's rad. pretty good yeah. but but point taken right like I guess from, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, in the la he says the last fifteen years, so that that's pretty specific because last fifteen years, basically, just to put that into perspective, <laughs> means since the iPhone. Okay, so since the iPhone, yeah. Like, here's here's what I think about that when I when I like, am presented with this quote, like, 
we've we've been around as human beings for thousands of years, maybe like eight thousand, and then for like seven thousand of those was literally no progress, and then it's only been in like the last two hundred that we've had like what the industrial revolution or something, and then progress has like advanced exponentially from there to where we've gone like electricity and then electricity to god knows what internet and you know now we're wearing vision pros and shit so i feel like all this stuff is advancing at an exponential rate right like growth is exponentially growing yeah more people people don't talk about that enough yeah the the exponential is not in this short-term ray kurzweilian uh perspective it's actually in the 200 year yeah so within this 200 years we've gone fucking crazy crazy but then to his point within the last 15 years the biggest uh, innovations were like. Are you just describing like a log chart then? It, I think it's a parabola, but you know, within the last fifteen years, it's like, uh, kind of, been soft. You know, yeah. like, like we haven't we haven't uh, grown so much in the last fifteen years as we did the previous. Like I, I could, you know, if you look at society as a whole, like has society as a whole gotten richer? Like, in, and you could typically look at the, the bottom parts of say, is their life richer in terms of not their purchasing power of what they can buy with their income, but just how long, how easy their lives are, how convenient it is to, to get access to certain things like housing, electricity, you know, uh, healthcare, mm-hmm. food, things like that. And you could say over 50 years, that has dramatically improved. But could you say that over the last 15 years? I don't know. It's it's well, tough to say. I, I mean, like, think about it this way. Like, if you guys could just snap your finger and be your age, but, like, it's 1996. Do I have the same it? ticker knowledge and chart knowledge <laughs> that I do now? No, this okay. isn't Back mm. to the Future. Shoot. <laughs> What was 1996? I was still signing up with Prodigy and AOL to connect to the internet. Prodigy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hotmail. Like, when I think about, like, oh, you have to go back to the 90s, right? Like, it sounds, like, kind of good. Whereas if, if somebody was, like, my phone if somebody home? was, like, okay, now you have to go back to the time, the year before indoor plumbing, you'd be, like, no. But I don't, not. Like, yeah. I, I don't actually think that's the right question because like let's think about AI's development over the last 18 months and where we started with Will Smith spaghetti to where we are now on Sora like that development happened in a year yeah and like over the last 15 years we haven't had like that much development we went from fucking Alta Vista to Google to okay. Facebook so I think that we're like very focused on the technology aspect of it he did not say what he meant at all he just like threw out this tweet and left it as is but if i were to interpret that in a way that i think is interesting well he did reply to one person what was that reply the person replied to a technology aspect it was like smartphone came out 15 years ago that was pretty significant pc came out 15 years before that that was pretty significant and he's like well what about since that and i think what he's missing about since that is like actually what happens is, according to a fund that I admire called NFX, technology happens in 14, 15 year cycles. So the mm. next wave has been AI, actually. That would create a whole conversation. I want to leave that to the side in order to talk about something different. It's like, 
what if it's not about technology? No, he's what if, obviously not talking about technology. I exactly. He's, like, he's not like, if, oh my God, like why don't we have a fine ages are what's been going on socially, culturally, culturally. Like this dark age that we've been in is very real. Society has been more polarized, more fragmented, more chaotic, more um, just disgusting in, in so many ways that didn't exist before. Like COVID happened. People started like being rude to each other. Like all these things that happened that, that were not a part of society in you know in in the in the 2000s in the 90s like i don't know i just feel like that's more what he's alluding to and that's more like what's worth uh dissecting is like is it possible that we've now embarked on like a new time period where people are being kinder to one another people are just like starting to wake up to like becoming a little more conscious about things and like we'll look back and say like why were we like that for so long like what was going on it's I mean, not the phone to me. It's like the advent of our time is like a socially networked species. So, so technology is the culprit. Like social media is the culprit. Yeah. That sparked it. The, the iPhone sparked it, right? Social media and apps sparked it, but, but. I don't know if it's the iPhone. I think like, I think social media and the idea of basically like living on the internet and being like connected on the internet is is the the inflection is like the evolution of a species like the original iphone like you couldn't even do anything it was just, oh you have like a map and that was like cool like nobody's life was ruined from having like google maps on and the iPhone's iPhone, just a medium you know? anyways was, it's just like a vehicle cool. to be connected to the internet yeah like stuff started getting I mean, the weird ultimate with like irony Facebook and is that 50, within the last 15 years we became more connected but every single human being reports being feelings of less connection you have depression increasing uh teenage suicide across increasing the across the board every factor psychologically downward trend and yet we have more ways to connect than ever before i used to walk out my house and not connect with anyone for seven hours come home check my voicemails and everything was okay right now i can't not take my phone out of my back pocket for more than two minutes to check what's going on on any app, and yet people feel less connected. Yeah. Like that's the irony. So you're talking about thing. we're going into the dark ages, not necessarily. So, so that's the question actually that comes up for me is like, what is ending the dark ages? Well, I think, is anything ending the dark ages? I think on our on our, actually our last episode of Alpha, Stephen talked about this, where like as you get better technology you actually get greater connectivity because right now we're like interacting with each other in this like 2d format on your phone. When you can like be in a 3d world with each other, we can be with our audience right now all together. Like, isn't that more connected? Like, isn't that kind of like a, the, the bring back you're saying like connected in terms of like, Oh, how many nodes are online, right? Oh, like there's a good connection, but it's not like, like a human connection you know like oh you're like you have like all these touch points with like random people that are just like a bunch of pixels but it's not like actually so you're saying it's it's not as connected as the reality but then i would also question like well if that looks so fucking real like is our reality even real and then we feel like this is real so we feel this like connectivity within our version of reality but if you go to that version and it feels the exact same like 
what's wrong with that? Like, we might not be in the base layer. <laughs> you and your damn... <laughs> you and your damn simulation thing. <laughs> I think we're in a simulation. I think it's obvious we're in a simulation. I think yeah, it's, like, I think it's clear. If you strap on the Vision Pro and that gets you the feelings you need, what's what's the difference between being Cause in... Because ba- isn't, like, humanity just the emotion, I think? And if, if, like, you can simulate the emotion, then that gets you, like, at least 99% of the way? No, like, there's, like, the, the importance is the 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 depth right like this is why like when you you like snort cocaine or something even though you feel really good in the moment and your brain fires a bunch of shit and like all these and you're like ah it's like not really like a good feeling it's just like the simulation of a good feeling and then that passes and then there's like nothing there. There's not like a subset. It's the same thing online. You have like all these, like you get this like high from all these like little touch points of stuff, but it's, there's like, there's nothing there. There's like, there's, there's like, right. a at, at some point you have to come down at some point you take off the, the glasses and at some time you shut the computer. And but what- like, I'm actually using Steven's own logic from our last episode where like the, the richness of the sim that we bring, that we've created actually makes it, better like it makes it that good like that's your take okay i also think we're going like too deep on this because i think what he's saying always go deeper with the what but like what he's saying like is oh this is a dark age like there's direct analogies right like what happened in the dark ages like we lost art we lost science like 75 percent of the population (laughs) like i i think like you look at over the last like 15 years like is art better like i would argue no like music seems worse like art seems worse like is science better like i would argue no like you can look at a lot of stuff in society and be like oh we've like we've either like co-opted science for the purpose of propaganda or like completely ignored it Right. And like what people say, like, okay. I should like is art is like you're, you're, not good. You're to, like, digging into what I think is interesting about that comment. Like, the, I think it's, there's like a it's direct the art, it's parallel. The science, yeah. it's that's that's the like there's like a cultural decay. Like, I don't think people in like a hundred years are going to look like think about like the culture of like previous decades versus like the culture of like the 2010s. Like, are people really going to look at the 2010s culture and be like, wow, this is just like the you know it, it it like what happened there that was like really good or great or deep like they're like I, books i've, I've always felt it. like this and, and maybe i'm just being a boomer but it's like a, it's a little nostalgia kind of effect it's sometimes nostalgia but like there are periods of human history where things just are objectively terrible like humanity just loses its way for maybe a decade but sometimes like a century or two and it's just and like maybe that describes the dark age that DC investors talking about, but I don't think that that has to be that way going forward. Correct. No, it doesn't. But like, did it happen? Is sort of the thing. Like, did right. it happen and nobody even noticed it? Like, it's not like something people walk around and think about. Like, oh yeah, we're in the dark ages right now. Right. We, we are modern. Like, dark we're in ages. a fourth turning where institutions crumble. Like trust. The real question is crumbles. how long these turns last. What twenty five years? Ish. Well, that's not good. Stone <laughs> <laughs> assets, bro. I don't want my I don't want my best years in a turning. I know. The fourth turning. I think we're like halfway through the fourth turning. If it makes you feel any better, yeah, so okay. you got twelve and a half more years. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't but, know. But you, you can, can be roughly. around for the crumble to be could to be rebuild. over in a few years. 
You could be the wise elder to help rebuild. Yeah, the great opportunity for you. You're gonna live through. The we're made for this shit, age. boys. We were made for it. We were made. <laughs> for so it's our new tagline: a podcast for the oh. end of the dark ages. <laughs> That's not gonna catch on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've had yeah. too many old fashions. I also don't think that I agree. <laughs> I, I just poured a new one. So you just, opened up yeah. the new bottle. By you know when you say stuff, and you're like, "This is this is gonna <laughs> yeah. slap so hard," and then it comes out of your mouth, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, oh no, I've said the words." I think we're biting off more than we can chew. <laughs> we're just we just like to make money sometimes. Uh, <laughs> all right, no, stop it. Well, if you just want to make money sometimes, uh, you can catch this podcast again. Tomorrow, only just only fifty percent of it. Only fifty percent of it. Just Eric and Steven tomorrow, irresponsibly long. See on Thursday, and that's at the irresponsibly long pod YouTube channel. So check it out now. Subscribe if you want to get alerted to it. Um, other announcements, just as a reminder, uh, Eat Denver event. If you're going, if you're going to be in Denver or going to the event, come to our event live um, in special episode. Next week, we're not sure if it's live yet. We'll see if we can pull that off with the uh, conference uh, facilities they have available. And then follow Steven. Yeah, and, and if you're watching the video right now, <clears throat> like the video. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's send like the, the signal. Video. Send the signal to YouTubes. Any sisters in the audience? Any uh, sisters, please. please the video. Make your way over. Yeah, all that stuff please. helps. We really appreciate you. And uh, check out zbiotics.com slash alfalfa. Magicspoon.com. Slash alpha, alpha. Of course. And uh, this has been a fun one. I think this is like a, a quintessential alpha alpha episode. We it's get an all time for me. It's we already can talk about our, our yeah. love of money and making money, but then we get to take technology and dive this a little is, deeper this into is it. This is it, baby. Week in, week out. All right. MVP Shaw. Shaw takes MVP <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> this is kind of. You've been sticking, awarded huh? one MVP. Yeah, he's kind of grown on me. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we oh, love the chat Jesus. for joining. It was on fire today. Yeah, I can't wait to go fire. look through the comments. Great, great, great job, yeah. chat. Thanks, that was, Rectum. That was fun. Yeah, yeah thank Rectum. you, Rectum, for the donation. Appreciate you. Love you guys all, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>